Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love or you can leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you in part by the I Love Old Time Radio Patreon page. As a Patreon member, you'll help me continue to bring all these great Golden Age shows, upgrade our equipment, keep the website going, and more. Plans start at just $2 a month, but if you pledge $6 or more, you get access to the Vintage Radio Podcast, a look at series that were an hour or more that include Lux Radio Theater, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and the Mercury Theater on the air, just to name a few. To become a member, visit support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. It's Thursday, and that means we open the door and enter the inner sanctum. Somehow, some of our files got mixed up, so we're jumping ahead to 1950. And this week, this episode originally aired on July 13th, 1950, and it's called No Rest for the Dead. If someone from another country were to ask you to explain why the American economic system is the best in the world, what would you say? That's a question particularly important at this time because our economic system is being attacked by other nations. Here's something most of us know, that the American economic system has brought greater material means for happiness to more people than any other the world has ever known. We've been able to outproduce every other nation and to enjoy a steadily rising standard of living. Remember that. When someone attacks the American economic system, just remind him that nowhere else in the world would he benefit so much or enjoy a greater measure of prosperity. Inner Sanctum Mysteries. Brought to you by the American Broadcasting Company. Tonight, No Rest for the Dead, starring Arnold Moss. Good evening, friends of the Inner Sanctum. Yes, it's your old friend, the host, again. Inviting you through the blood-stained portals of the creaking door, through which so many people have entered... And so few return. (laughs) 
Well, friends, I've just got back from a vacation. I've had a most delirious time. Lovely. We rented a little haunted house in the country right next to a cemetery so that the little ones could play tag around the tombstones. <laughs> Did you ever play golf with a couple of ghouls by moonlight? The only thing you have to be careful about is that they like to make holes in one. You guessed it. You're the one. <laughs> And now for tonight's journey into fear. No rest for the dead. Got a stranglehold on your nerves? Remember, if you're the jumpy type, don't sit near windows. <laughs> All right, then. Gather close, and we'll hear Gordon Wells tell us his story in his own words. My luck was running high on the night that I went to see Bruce Craig. A raging storm kept traffic off the roads. In fact, I didn't see a single car all the way to his house. When I rang the bell, I waited for a moment. No one answered. And then I heard Bruce call. The door is open. The house was empty. Apparently, the servants had gone. You see, these details were important. Because I knew I might have to murder Bruce. Is that you, Gordon? Yes. I'm in the bedroom. Ah. Bruce. Bruce, what are you doing in bed? Never mind. Sit down. But I thought I heard you gasp. Don't be so concerned about me. I'll be all right. If only this pain would go away. You're sick. You need a doctor. I'm sent for the doctor. I'd better ring for a servant. Maybe, maybe a drink would help. The butler's gone and the cook never showed up. So there's no one here but us, Gordon. It's just as well. I'm not sure that I want anyone to overhear what I have to say. You must have guessed why I sent for you. Oh, no, Bruce. Then I'll tell you. I've always regarded you as the closest friend I've ever had. I've given you a chance to make something of yourself, though you were nothing but a worthless gambler when I met you. I've always appreciated what you did for me, Bruce. Yes, you showed your appreciation... By stealing $10,000 from me. What are you talking about? I've been checking the books. I've suspected you for some time, but I couldn't believe it. Are you going to deny that you stole the money? Have you told the police about this? No, not yet. What did you do with the money? Well, I took a chance on a few things, and I lost. You gambled it away? Well, yes, yes, it's just a matter of luck. Well, your luck wasn't very good, Gordon. I'm going to phone for the police. Let go of me. No. If you think you're... Help me someone. Don't. Gordon. Help. My, my fingers closed round his throat and he started to rise from the bed. I didn't relax my hold for one instant. And then suddenly his eyes closed. There was a violent convulsion that tore through his body. Bruce managed to writhe free for a second. Then he collapsed on the floor. I kneeled next to him. But there was nothing more that had to be done. Bruce was dead. Anne, 
and wake up. Mother. There's, there's someone at the door. At this hour? It's probably the police. The police? Yes, yes, I want you to do exactly as I tell you, Anne. Hmm? They ask you where I was, you tell them that I didn't leave this house tonight. Oh, but you did, dear. You went to see Bruce. Don't be a fool. Bruce is dead. Dead? He's been murdered. You were asleep when I came in. I, I didn't want to tell you. Gordon, did you... Did you kill... You'll tell them I was here. You'll tell them I never left this room. Gordon, you... Shut up! You can't get away with this. It's going to be all right. My luck's good. Now, come on. Just a moment. Oh, hello, Wells. I... I didn't mean to get you out of bed like this. Oh, good evening, Mrs. Wells. Good evening. I hope I haven't frightened you. That's no, all right, Mr. Parrish. I... I didn't know what to expect. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I've just come from Bruce Craig's house. You live close by. I, I thought you should be the first one to know. Craig is dead. When did you find out? I got a call from his doctor an hour ago. He didn't have any relatives around here. Doctor knew I was his attorney, and he got in touch with me. Well, this... This is terrible news, Parrish. It's hard to tell you what Bruce meant to me... He was more than just a friend. Yes, yes, I knew that when I drew up his will. Why, he's left everything to you. To me? Yes, his entire estate. Uh, there's only one condition. Well, what's that? Well, Bruce apparently had a brother somewhere. If this man turns up within 48 hours, he'll be the sole beneficiary. I see. But you don't have to worry. The brother hasn't been heard from for 20 years. He's probably dead. Well... Will you take care of the funeral arrangements? I'll help you if you wish. Uh, wait a minute. There's something I don't understand. What? The funeral arrangements. I, I thought the police would take the body. The police? Well, yes, in cases like this. Oh, no. The police don't take over when a man dies in his own home. Unless, of course, it's murder. That's what I mean. Oh, oh, good heavens. I, I guess I was so upset I forgot to tell you. Bruce Craig died of a heart attack. Heart attack? Are you sure? Well, the doctor was quite certain of it. Why, what did you expect it was? We were in the funeral parlor the next day. Everyone had gone but Anne and myself. Gordon. What's the matter? Look there. That man. What about him? Craig. Bruce Craig. I looked at the man who'd just walked in was Bruce. He was standing in the dim shadows. I watched him as he walked over to the open coffin. And suddenly I realized that man is Bruce Craig's brother. His brother? Bruce never told me anything about him. He's apparently a twin. And do you realize what this means? He'll inherit the estate. Yes. Well, perhaps it's just as well. Oh, no, Anne. But what can you do? I have to do something. Now, Gordon, now, please, let's forget the whole thing. It, it was just bad luck. My luck can't run out now. If he inherits the estate, I go to jail. What do you say? He'll find out about the money that I... What money? Anne, Anne. Go to the car. Turn on the motor. Wait there. But why? Do as I tell you. If you love me at all, you've got to help me. The man stood near the coffin, looking at the body inside it, lost in thought. I looked at his face, and I... 
I looked at the face of my friend in the coffin. They were identical, except that one was alive and the other had the calm repose of death. What do you want? Nothing. You're his brother, aren't you? Who are you? Gordon Wells. I was his closest friend. Were you? You are Dennis Craig, aren't you? Excuse me, I'd better go. No, 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 wait a minute. I'm leaving too. May I go with you, please? I'd rather go alone, but... All right, come along. No, no, go go this way. You know. Where does it lead? To the alley. It's easier to reach your car. Will you be at the cemetery? When is the burial? Early tomorrow morning. The alley was dark. I'd been counting on that. The man beside me walked along quietly, but seemed wary, suspicious, as though he could read the thoughts in my mind. It was then that I noticed some paving bricks piled on the side where they were repairing the road in the alley. I stopped. He seemed to sense what I wanted to do. What are you up to? Nothing. Why did you come over to me before? Well, isn't it only natural since he was your brother? I never said he was my brother. It's true, but... Let go of my arm. No! You're not going to get me! For a moment, I, I was dizzy from his blow, but in the darkness, I saw him running down the alley. Suddenly, I saw his body shoot into the air, and I heard him scream. I saw him stumble and fall. He lay still for a moment. I picked up one of the paving bricks and quickly came up to him. He was on his back, unconscious. I raised my hand. His eyes opened. No, don't. I'm not Dennis Craig. Gordon, what did you do? Open the back door. Go on, open it. But Gordon, what... got to get his body in the car, don't you understand? Open it. All right, now get going. Where shall I drive Home. To? But what are you going to do with him? Go around to the back of the house, Anne. All right. Stop there. All right, go out. You may have to help me. Help you? You're in this as deeply as I am. Now open the door for me. I'm, I'm carrying him out. Turn the lights off and follow me. But, Gordon, how do you expect to get rid of him? You you know the abandoned dry well? Yes. No one will ever find him there. No one will ever know. All right, here we are. I'll stand aside. I'm going to lift the cover. Turn around if you don't want to see. Oh. No, I'll replace the cover. One of these days I'll seal it up. Gordon, you'll never get away with it. Never. Don't be a fool. Can't you see everything's going my way? He even tripped in the alley when he got away from me and not a soul saw us. Nobody. Nobody knows about it but you. But why did you have to kill him? Why? You got away with it once. Why weren't you grateful? Why did you have to do this? You're hysterical. You're losing your head. Now stop it. Nothing. Well, Couldn't have. He's dead. Wait a minute. Nothing. What you may have heard is some animal in the woods. That's all. Oh. 
Everything went perfectly. I knew it would. Nothing can go wrong when you have a run of luck, the way I did. I inherited Bruce Craig's estate. I took over the business. I was wealthier than I'd ever been. I think I could have even been happy if it weren't for Anne. You see, I could forget, but she couldn't. And one night, about eight weeks after Bruce Craig died, we were at home together. Gordon. Yes? Can't we go out tonight? Anne, there's a storm. Yes, I know there's a storm. But it's only a few minutes into town. We can see a movie. Anything, anything would be better than staying here. Anne, what's the matter with you? I can't stand this house anymore. We haven't been out of it for one night since Bruce Craig died. We haven't been out because you're afraid. Afraid to leave. You're afraid someone might discover what's in that abandoned well. And you're afraid of me. Because I'm the only one who knows that you're a murderer. You'd better be quiet. You hate the very sound of that word, don't you? Well, you are a murderer. Murderer, murderer. And I... Who's that? I don't know. But whoever it is, they're welcome. I don't think I can take another night alone with you. I'll answer it. Just a moment. Good evening, I did... And... And what is it? What's the matter? Goodness. Well, go on, speak. I'll open the door. No, don't. Don't let him in. Who? It's Bruce Craig. Bruce. You're out of your mind. He was standing there. He wanted to come Get in. Get me from the door. No, don't. There's no one there. There's no one, no car or anything. He's gone away. But he'll be back. I know he will. And listen to me. He won't be back. You're imagining things. No, Gordon, I'm not. He was real, as real as you are. Then why shouldn't he come back? It was on a night like this that you killed him. Bruce Craig is dead. He's been buried. Then it might have been his brother, his twin, Dennis. It couldn't be. Do you understand what I'm saying? It couldn't be. Yes. I understand what you're saying. Anne. Anne, come with me. Where? Where are you going to take me? You'll see in a moment. Just come with me. To the garage. The garage? I want to get a pick. The flashlight. No, Gordon, no, don't. Anne. We're only going to the abandoned well... Well? Yes. There's something I want to show you. No, I don't want to see. You'd better come with me, Anne. This is very important. Perhaps a matter of life. Or death. There. I've finally broken through the concrete. In a moment, I'll remove the cover. Gordon, why are you doing this? You may not realize it, but I'm doing it for your sake, Anne. No! Now, hand me the flashlight. It's here. Just as I thought. Anne, look down there. Look down the well. No! You must! I want you to see the body. I want you to prove to yourself that this man is dead. 
Come here. No, let go of me. Look. Go on, look. Look down there. Now will you believe that he's dead? Good evening, Mrs. Wells. Who are you? I just wanted to speak to you. But who are you? Why do you keep that scarf over your face? You'll find out presently. Where is your husband? He, he's downstairs in the cellar. Does he still think you're losing your mind, Mrs. Wells? What are you talking about? He hasn't accused you of having any hallucinations in the last two weeks. Looking into the well seems to have helped you a great deal. How do you know? Don't you realize who I am now? No. Perhaps if I remove the scarf, you'll recognize me. Craig. Good night, Mrs. Wells. Gordon! Gordon! What's wrong? Gordon, come here! What happened? What happened, Annie? I I just saw... Well, what did you see? Couldn't I... I know what's been in your mind. I, I know what you've been planning. That's why I'm afraid to tell you this. What are you afraid to tell me? I saw him again. Bruce Craig. Bruce Craig or his brother. I don't know which one. But he was standing as close to me as you are now. Was he? And he spoke to me. I, I, I know I'm risking my life by telling you this, but I can't help it. I must make you understand. Something strange is happening, something you must believe. You you, you do believe me, don't you, Gordon? I'm not losing my mind. You can trust me. I won't give your secret away. I, I only told you this because I wanted to help you. Gordon. Gordon, what are you going to do? Tell me. I've uh, just decided what to do, Anne. No, you, you, you would. You, you can't, you can't kill me like you killed the others. You can't. I've been loyal. I've been faithful. You can't murder me. Murder you? All I want to do, dear, is take you away on a trip. Trip? Yes. Back to Canada, to your hometown. You can see your old friends take a long rest, regain your health. You said you'd like to get away. You would like that, Anne, wouldn't you? Oh, yes, yes, Gordon. It'd be wonderful to get away from here. Hello? Oh, yes, Janet. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you called back. Um, well, Gordon and I are leaving tomorrow. No, I won't have a chance to see you. We're going by car early in the morning. Yes, I know. I held the knife behind my back as I approached Anne. The way she looked that night made the task I'd set for myself even more difficult. She'd been as happy as a child ever since I told her we were going away, and now she turned to me, radiant smile on her face. Yeah, she looked lovelier than I'd ever seen her before. That was Janet. She sends her regards, dear. Have you told the people in town we're going away? Yes, I have. And I paid the grocer and the milk company, everyone. 
You see, I checked them off on my list. Uh-huh. Darling, you married a very efficient wife. Oh, yes, yes, dear, I know. Oh, Gordon, I... I don't think you, you really understand what this trip means to me. We'll both be able to make a new start. Away from here, away from this place. Maybe we'll even be able to forget. Because I love you, darling. Oh, Anne. Gordon, that... That knife. Yes? But, Gordon, I, I, I thought... I know what you thought, Anne. You mean that... The trip was just part of your plan? I'm sorry, Anne, I don't want to do this. But I must. But why? Why, I'd, I'd never give you away. I haven't betrayed you even in the slightest way, have I? Why must... No, no, the knife! <laughs> first thrust killed her. When she fell to the floor, I made certain she was dead. The rest was all planned. You see, I didn't want to murder Anne. I was forced to. In order to protect my own life, she would have given me away without realizing it because I was convinced that her mind was gone. I stooped to pick her up, but just then I heard someone at the door. For a moment, I felt paralyzed. I looked at my watch. It was almost midnight. Who, who, who could it be? Quickly, I put her body behind a couch... And I put a chair over the bloodstain on the floor. I hid the knife. And then, then I went to the door. Hello, Wells. Craig. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. It it's can't be. just as your wife told you, Wells. You're not imagining this. But you... You're wondering just who I am? Yes. I'm Dennis Craig. But that's impossible. Is it? If you don't mind, there's a phone call I must make. Phone call? Yes. Hello, operator. Call the police immediately. Tell them to come to the home of Gordon Wells on Glendale Lane. Tell them that Mr. Wells has just murdered his wife. Craig, how did you... How did I get here? Yes. How do you think? I don't know. You were dead. Was I? I killed you. I saw your body in the well. So you did. What? How did you come back? That's something I'm going to let you wonder about during those last few hours before they electrocute you. Why did you come here? To show you that your wife wasn't lying. Nor was she insane. You're alive, you... I wouldn't try to get that knife if I were you. You've got a gun. Yes. I think you'd still prefer to take a chance with the police rather than risk certain death from one of my bullets. You overplayed your hand. What makes you think so? You didn't have to murder me. What? You would have collected every penny my brother left without killing me. I could never have claimed a thing for my brother's will. I happen to be an escaped convict. If the police ever found me, I'd go to prison for something like 30 years. And I, and I really didn't have to. No, as I said, you didn't have to do a thing. I would have walked out of that funeral parlor and you would never have seen me again as long as you lived. For a man who believes in luck, that's very funny, isn't it? It's very funny. And so now, here we are. You'll have to go to the chair for murdering your wife. I guess you'd call that tough luck, wouldn't oh. you? Oh, this can't be real. When I looked down at that well, when I forced Anne to look down, we, we both saw you, we both saw your face, and you were dead. 
There are the police. I'll have to go. I'm going with you. I'm not going to let them find me here. I'm afraid you're wrong about that. Oh, oh my leg. You won't be able to get away now, Wells. Oh, not with that leg. Why? Why did you do this? Because you're a murderer at heart, Wells. You had it coming. I think your luck's run out. He was right. My luck had run out. At the trial, I tried to tell them my wife was murdered by the same man who came into the house and shot me, but no one believed me. I still don't know whether Dennis Craig was alive or dead. Perhaps he was alive when I put him in the abandoned well, and then he could have escaped and dug up his brother's body and substituted it for his own. Sure, that's the only way he could have done it. But then again, perhaps, perhaps he did return from the dead. I'll never know. (laughs) I guess this should teach Gordon not to believe in luck. Hmm? Which brings us right to the moral of our story, which I found inscribed in blood on an old lace doily. It reads, Never slaughter your wife while she's cooking dinner. It's liable to ruin your meal. (laughs) And remember, if a couple of homicidal maniacs come into your room in the middle of the night to murder you, don't be scared to death. Do what I do. Say nuts and bold. (laughs) Tonight's Inner Sanctum Mystery was written by Milton Lewis and starred Arnold Moss in the role of Gordon. Charlotte Holland played Anne and Everett Sloan played Dennis. Music was by Lou White. This month's Inner Sanctum Mystery novel is Woman Under the Mountain by Roman McDougald. The entire production of Inner Sanctum is under the direction of Hyman Brown. Well, friends, it's time to close that creaking door. Till next week at the same time when we'll be back with more spooks and shudders. Next week's distress, The Baited Corpse, is about a taxi driver who finds a fortune and promptly loses his mind over it. An obliging fellow, our hacky, never shies away from any undertaking. Come ride along. Hmm? Next week, until then, good night. Pleasant dreams. Now, a listening reminder. Stay tuned for the original Amateur Hour as Ted Mack starts tomorrow's talent off on the Royal Highway to fame and fortune. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Man, what a little twist at the end, but Dennis could have come sooner before Gordon killed his wife. But another good story. And I'm sorry I jumped ahead and, and, and got out of the chronology. Um, I just, it's a lot of work to move everything on my schedule down. And uh, I was lazy. 
So I'm sorry. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we end the week with Groucho Marx and You Bet Your Life and join us next Thursday for a new episode of Inner Sanctum Mysteries. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.